0: Sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's going on, y'all? Yo? girl, DJ Kiggy. And this is Dirty Chris. And this is the Scratch Theory of Tejas podcast. podcast. <laughs> What is going on yeah? It's your girl DJ Kiggit and Dirty Chris. And of course you already know you are checking in and tapping in with the Scratch Theory of Texas podcast. Chris. <sighs> Man, talk to me, man. How was your weekend?
1: Uh, I was uh, I was on shift. I was at work this whole weekend. Okay. So not a lot of action. No, you know what? Actually, I did DJ on Saturday. I always forget. What'd you do? Uh, I was at uh, Jackalope with uh, All Day Ray. Okay. Uh, yeah, we had a, a pretty good night. It was a birthday party for DJ Babbitt, aka PD. Okay. And uh, yeah, we had a uh, quite a few DJs there. DJ Nimbus was there too. That's Roman. I didn't get the
0: invite. A little salty about that. I'm kidding It wasn't my birthday I was
1: was DJing (laughs) It wasn't my birthday Yeah no you're good But uh, no yeah It was pretty fun Except uh, I do have to Touch up on a little situation that happened that that night, but it's for later on in the show. Sure, you want to talk about it now? Nah, I'm good. All right. What all about right. you? What's going on?
0: Um, nah, man. I mean, just staying busy as always. Uh, played at Wax Myrtle on Sunday, mm-hmm. so that's how I love playing there. That's um, a
1: pool. That's a pool place.
0: Yeah, that's it. they definitely have a, a pool there, but I'm more so on the on the bar side, and it's always dope because I get to play cut set. I never get to play. Mm. I have this like house edit, um, where it's. Uh, Actually taking the sample From Wu-Tang Clan's cream And like Little stuff like that I know last episode We talked about like How deep do you get Into like your edits And stuff And that's like The place to do that
1: Right There's Um, a time and a place Yeah Yeah, yeah.
0: um, Did Brunch Kind of tapped into Some of that music As uh, as well Actually no I'm lying I didn't do brunch I actually played For a uh, library So shout out To the city of Austin For keeping me busy But uh, that was super cute Like we had a bunch Of toddlers Come into the library And they took pictures On like stuffed animals And stuff It were was you, super were cute Were you
1: ready for that? Like all the little Squinklers As
0: long as they don't Come near my table We're good <laughs> Cute at a distance You come near my stuff, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me but without further ado man we have a special guest that's right. in the building i've known my guy here for what going on four years now and it's interesting how i was turned on to him so i'll share that later but without further ado man y'all make some noise for dj eric styles
2: <laughs> i get a crowd applause oh my god hey. <laughs> crowd applause eric Already and I, and I haven't even dropped the track yet. No oh, man,
0: that's how good you are, man. How are you? How you feeling?
2: I'm great. It's a little early for me, but but hey, at least I didn't work last night. So oh, that's that's good. That's good, good. Yeah, that's yeah. good yeah. man. But, so
0: Eric, for those who don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. How you got DJing, all that good stuff. How you got to DJing, all that yes. good stuff.
2: I am DJ Eric Styles. I'm Eight. originally from El Paso, so uh, 915. 915. 915 West yes. Texas
1: in the house. El Paso's got a lot of DJs. Oh, Chorizo, man, that scene. Is, yeah. That scene, oh my gosh. They're big Damn. on house, aren't they? Like, yes. You know, yeah.
2: Yes. Okay. You're either a really big house hit or hip hop. Like, even their hip hop DJs are like
0: really? fire. Their hip hop DJs to-
2: are. Whew. There's some really great. I have hip yet to DJ.
0: truly go out. So my wife is from uh, El Paso, also. And so we go. We try to go once a year to go visit her family. But I have yet to truly experience the night scene. I think we experienced like a long time ago. But you know, I remember asking like some of the folks there, like, "How's the Spanish here? How's the hip? What's the scene like?" So yeah. it's more hip it's, hop and house.
2: It's it's grown a lot. I I haven't been out there since i think before COVID, so okay. it's been Ooh. a while but you family out there yes okay uh, yep my whole family's out there so okay. um yeah i haven't been out there and i haven't been out but i've heard like it's growing a lot i still keep up yeah. with some people i follow them but yeah i
1: mean there's a lot of there's a lot of good places out there i've seen For sure. so and always always like great the djs elephant, out there yeah the pink elephant's like a big place out there okay uh something dog I, yeah, I forget. yeah, something okay. like Lucky Dog okay. or something like that. But okay, it, uh, they got some pretty good plays, and they get they get really big DJs out there too. Yeah, wow. I,
2: I, I think they have their own like a uh, EDM festival now. Yeah, okay, um, I think it's called <sighs> something Desert. I think it's something. Okay. but it's like okay. a big EDM festival too. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's 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 popping over there some. You know, I haven't been back. I have to go back and visit
1: sometimes. Yeah, we're gonna have to tap into El Paso then. I'm gonna have yeah.
0: to. I'm actually going to El Paso uh, for New Year's. So, um, uh, I guess you could say she's my aunt too. But uh, my wife's aunt is getting married, so yeah, yeah. we're gonna be out there for New Year's. So, okay. maybe, maybe we'll do like a pre party or something sure, before the yeah. wedding.
2: And of course, always the food. You gotta. Enjoy oh man. In El Paso. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so nine one five. Tap in right now. But. I'm sorry, I cannot with the chicos tacos. Now it's, Pepe's tamales, the tamales over there, and my suegra's uh, menudo. Really, perfect. But that chicos taco bro, it's, is that your thing?
2: It's it's an acquired taste. You have okay. to like. Yeah, well, how many times have you had it?
0: I've had it once, and okay. so that was yeah. enough.
2: See, the first time. Uh, like the first time most people are like. So you got to try it again. You have to eat it like two or three times. And then you're like, okay. I don't know I that know. I
0: want to go to the restroom two or three more times. So that's why. <laughs> well, that's, well, <laughs> TMI. But, see, that, no, no, nah, no. That's but. the whole
2: point. You go out to eat there and then you go home. You don't do uh, anything after that. You go no, home. So no, so they wanted to
0: stop. sit and like chill and talk. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to have an emergency. <laughs> Chico's
1: Can we Tacos go? is the last stop then. Of. Yeah. Of the night. Of
2: the and night. And that's my wife's of, first. Of your stop. day. Of, well, yeah. No, that's like when I go there too, but that's why we go eat there first and then we go home. home. Oh. So oh. we can chill and relax and, you know, and oh. then in the evening, you're like, okay, I'm good now for dinner. I'm ready to eat some more. <laughs> oh my eat God, some no. more food.
0: Cortez put my wife on a spot here. It's a
2: food truck. El perrito. Yep. That's, that's my homie. He's really? cool. Yep. Okay. It's, now, shout out to El perrito. Now, his stuff, I say, is better than Chico's Tacos. Really? That's big. Okay. It, that's big. I it, tried their
0: fries just because I've already been burned with Chico's. And my wife was like, why oh, are you missing out? He up. also has but, some
2: other good stuff. Like okay. um, his uh, beef flautas uh, okay. tacos too. Like it's all. I make me hungry. He's combined a lot of like the El Paso foods okay. from like different restaurants into one spot. So it's not just only Chico's Tacos food. He right. has like other things. All right. He well, maybe gotitas, I'll give it another try he does gorditas so so mm-hmm. if you're from el paso that's where you need to go yes el perrito is really good
0: all right 915 uh, tap okay. in man let yes. us know how so you doing. so yes it. el
2: paso yes um i moved here in 2005 okay so okay. what brought you here uh i came for school okay oh. i came uh to be a pharmacist i tried oh. to be a pharmacist okay it wasn't my thing
0: why do i kind of see that for you
2: what to be Na- a, pharmacist. a pharmacist?
0: Yeah. Like I could I see know. you as I'm walking into Walgreens to go pick up some shit. I, I don't know. I,
2: I actually did work at Walgreens. Really? I worked there for really? seven, eight years. Can I help you with something, man? Oh Can I help you find something? Like, yes, look my I head, was right? A pharmacy technician. <laughs> my
0: heart and it hurts. What yep. did I take.
2: I did that for seven, eight years. It was. It's a lot. It's hard work. It's, you still
0: want to do that? Maybe after DJing.
2: No. No. Nope. Okay. Was it the customer service part it's of it? Everything. Really? Everything. It's a lot of work. A lot of workload. Uh, yeah.
0: Being a pharmacist.
2: No, a technician. But even even, even still then, being a pharmacist, yeah. it's even it's even okay. more like I work with a lot of pharm techs. So. The liability yeah. that yeah. a pharmacist has and the responsibility is a lot. Yeah. Like
0: educate me on that because I I, I, so I don't know.
2: The pharmacist holds the, uh, you know they're like the doctor to yeah. the nurses they hold the ultimate liability for all the technicians. So right. if it, a technician Ultimately, makes a mistake somewhere along the line. It's up to them to catch it, and if they don't, the mistake falls on them. Like so, like misprescription yeah. yep. or something
0: right. like that. Yeah, okay. got it. The technician
1: right. can get in trouble, but it's their ultimate liability. Okay. So, and, and and that's that's like in the outside pharmacy. I think in in the hospital, um, they look at more stuff like lab values and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they have to know like this specific medication is bad for someone who has liver problems. Mm. so they're they're i don't know i I want to say it's their job but they would be like i'm going to call a doctor and like hey there's this other medication that's not as bad for this patient would you like to substitute it got it so and then if the doctor says no well, then it's on the doctor now but
0: interesting i thought all that was on the doctor because yeah. the doctor is the one prescribing
2: them.
1: everyone's got a role yeah. in the whole healthcare system the, right? the
2: doctors get uh a uh, base of like pharmacology stuff yeah. they don't know like 100 that's right. why it's to the pharmacist yeah. and so the pharmacist if like a patient if you're seeing four different doctors sometimes those doctors yeah. oh. don't communicate with each other so right. they don't know that they're getting this medicine from here oh. it's complicated it's up to wow. the pharmacist to know like hey they're taking this and this and this yeah these don't go together right and yeah. so they have to reach out to the doctor and be like hey yes. this doctor is doing this this doctor is doing and some of them were like, well, you know, it just it gets very like that sounds like
1: one of my shifts at work because there's a lot of doctors and they don't talk to each other and they expect the nurse to put it all together. Yeah.
0: Wow. So, OK, so anyways, totally different industry. Yeah. How did you get started on, on DJing? So, well,
2: I've so I started I started DJing around the year 2001, 2002. That's when I bought my first pair of turntables. OK, so growing up, my uncle and my dad were DJs. Oh, you know, they were cool. mobile DJs in yeah. the 80s
0: in el paso yeah
2: in el the, paso. the sound
1: system dj yep oh my yeah. god the
2: tower speakers
1: yeah yeah giant yeah. speakers I everything still have some.
0: like i bought my first speakers that big and i remember taking this picture in the garage <laughs> with both one speaker on each side and i was like yes. ready for business it was like one of my first business pictures and i was so excited I was the
2: like, tower speakers oh man, man that's so yes.
0: heavy and yeah ugh
2: yeah yeah so you know growing up i was uh that little kid that they show in the picture that's asleep i like the kids uh, on the chairs that was you. that was, <laughs> that was me you know <laughs> that's all of us yeah we I think to that's go to all, all the gigs yeah. yeah. Be the, little yeah. Be the little kids running around yeah you can't say nothing to them because they're the dj's kids right
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah
2: but you know yeah. we all you know that's it was always in my life you know you know djing you know we'd go to my uncle's house you know so they could practice and we'd be there just Nice. hearing music hearing music and so you know it's always been around um it wasn't probably till about i would say the late 90s you know my uncle used to leave his stuff at our parties when we would have a house party yeah one day i was like let me get behind here let me see what this button does and yeah i turned it on how and old I was are like, you i was probably like 11 okay 12 okay. that was kind of my first yeah. thing i like, yeah, yeah. Oh oh this seems is this cool is? like i can actually play music and there's like oh there's a cd in here let me hit play and then the speakers turn on i was like oh my gosh this is how they do it so it's That's always cool. been like that and then you know i was you know it was probably 2001 and i was like you know what i'm gonna do it as a hobby so i you know i got me some turntables some belt drive turntables of oh my gosh <laughs> let me guess belt, gemini or new From uh gemini, gemini. from the pawn shop yeah. yeah and i bought uh uh two records, a copy of the same, you know, I, I taught myself how to DJ, you know, nice. I just, you know, I saw somewhere, I forgot, I read or I saw somewhere, they're like, okay, how do you start DJing? You know, this is before, you know, all stuff was on the internet. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, basically you buy two records, right. you just beat max them. I mean, uh, beat match them back and forth, back and yeah, forth yeah. hours, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, okay, you change the tempo on one, you know, close your eyes, change the tempo, then wow. you mix the other one. And you know, that's how
1: you So you were literally teaching yourself, like yeah that's wow. Awesome. I love and, that. You know, and then
2: uh at night, you know, Fridays and Saturdays, I would turn on the radio and I would uh put a cassette and just record yeah. you know uh yeah. the DJs, all the mix shows. What I would record them and then I'd be like, Okay, okay, this DJ puts this song here, puts this song. That's what there. I was gonna ask you. What was on the radio when uh this was when uh well not Paso, you know, dance music yeah, yeah. was still, you know, but they would do like an hour of like dance music and then an hour of hip hop music, you know. I wasn't into hip hop at that time, you right. know. I was just a househead. <sighs> <Wow>. Nope. I <laughs> no, my parents didn't let out. me this my parents didn't let me listen to hip hop music mm. like wow. nope. Uh, so even your parents were like househeads. Like they well, were not just househeads. House. They were just like no, you can't listen oh, to so hip hop music. so to them yeah. it was like dance
1: music. Mm. Yeah. Right, right.
2: Okay, okay. You know, I fell in love with house music, you know, hard house. Everything in El Paso was house music at hard that time. Hard house is
1: my whatever. Shit. Hard
2: house is what yeah. I grew up on, man. That's that was my thing. I was a little rebel, you know. Oh, I thought I was all like. Were you
0: I- one of those kids that dressed in black? what is that meme that they always put like songs over them where they're like doing this? Yes, shit, yes. And, like, was that, that was big, Yes. That and was then they put like there. La Chona or all these stupid like songs <laughs> mm-hmm. over the video. I've
1: seen you- those. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't a rebel, but this that whole I, rebel thing is like it's a thing. I, yeah, honestly, from, I didn't. Know. The West Coast. It's in the West Coast. Well, still. you're like, closer to people. California than yeah. than what I was in Laredo. Yeah. So. So like like
2: if also like in hip hop, from what I could hear from what I would sneak hearing, yeah. was like, I see to her too short on the oh. West Coast. I didn't know anything about East Coast hip hop until later. Mm. Yeah, It was until later that, you know, I was like, oh, there's an East Coast hip hop and a West Coast hip hop as I was like starting yeah. to learn about hip hop. But um, so, yeah, I bought my turntables. I started DJing. You know, I was like, I'm going to learn house music. And then i was like, well, you know, I have to learn hip hop music, too, at least if they're playing it on the radio. And, you know, I started doing parties with my uncle, he was like, oh, you're learning to DJ. Let's go. He's honest. like, let's go. Yeah. I need someone to help me with the speakers. He's like, let's go. And he'd be <laughs> like, cool. he'd be like, okay. He's like, you know, this is like a, a a a birthday party or a teen party. He's like, since you know the current music, go ahead and play. And yeah. so I'd be like, oh shit, I gotta play. And so yeah, I started learning like hip hop, and I started buying hip hop records, and like, um, you know, I joined this uh, DJ pool. It's called X Mix. Every month. oh yeah yeah every month mm-hmm. they would they would just ship me like their. Your yep. monthly mixing and i was like oh my god i got the new hip-hop tracks you know it was pretty cool with the intro and they had
1: a cool yep. little intro and everything wait they
0: would ship it to you yes, yes. oh shit it, they, they had
1: you like their own like, hype edits too yeah, right yeah, yeah yeah really they had redrums and everything that's yeah, how they you
2: would, that's cool that was like one of the first like ever like DJ pools that had Record like pool, an, an yeah. intro and yeah. they had an intro. It had what was this a called? break uh X Mix. X Mix They're still Are around. They still around? I, I think
1: they're still around. They might they be. Or they might have been bought X-Mix. out. I think they might have been bought out by like a uh, Funky Mix and Yeah, there was the X Mix, Funky Mix, uh Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Lethal oh. Weapon. Mix Factor. Mix Factor, yeah. Okay. And uh yeah, on, yeah, yeah. and like on the actual label, it used to have
2: printed their time marks. So it'd be like, okay, the intro. Right. You know, the Okay. And like they would have the intro. The first verse into the course and then they would do a break so in case yeah. if you wanted to mix out after that yep. so it was like it was like one of those it's like oh my god like you you actually have like
0: the new 50 Cent or the new whatever yeah. it was.
2: And it was a redrum for the clubs. Yeah.
0: yeah. No. Okay. Right now that y'all mentioned Funky Mix and Lethal Weapons. So I shopped at this record store in San Antonio. Shout out to South Town Vinyl in San Antonio. And I went there and that's where I saw the Funky Mix records yeah. and the Lethal Weapons one. Yep. And I was like, yo, what is this? And the DJ or the, well, he is a DJ, but the guy that was working there was telling me like, oh man, these were records that DJs would get back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, And I'm like, oh, okay, so wow, that's cool, man. Yeah
2: yeah do you still have those yeah i do i wow. still yeah if you ever want to sell them you let me. oh know. Not, no i don't know sell aquí. Them. Caliente, i got it I right here
0: caliente. i do actually
2: have i think on some of like the x-mix records i think i have like two or three tracks that weren't ever released i can't find them anywhere like yeah. online or anything Damn. so i'm like man i have to re-rip them because when i or when i originally ripped them this was like in 2003 where it's like if you ripped something emperor three was like 128 yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so So it's like man
1: maybe i'd I'd have to re-rip some of them lucky for you i got them uh on mp3 what all the old ones
2: no
0: way
1: yeah yeah it
2: was it was it was pretty fun and then like i started was like wait oh this is the version they spin on the radio i was like now i was like okay now i know i was like okay that's cool i was that's like that's
1: a good feeling yeah right? i was like yeah.
2: at first i was like oh my god they're adding like this little hype on top of the track yeah. and how do you do yes. that yeah i was like this is like advanced and i know some of them would do it on the fly too but yeah. when you hear it on you know i was like whoa okay okay so i have that it's, edit <laughs> it's, it's it's not totally out of the realm that right. i can do it yeah so, but yeah so i did that but it was always just on the side of hobby and then i moved here and you know it was it was on the side i wasn't like I was just like, oh, it's a hobby. You know, if I find a gig, I find a gig. You know, when I first moved here, I shopped around a couple of demos. And they're like, eh, it's not Austin style. They're mm. like, they're like first, you know, the first thing was like, oh, your mixing's too aggressive. You wow. play.
0: This was in 05? Okay. 05, mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I uh, actually went down uh, uh, to 4th Street. I actually tell people that I went um, into Rain. I passed my demo out and they were like. Mm, sorry we're not looking for DJs I
1: did that too when I first I, got into town I, I don't went to think a couple of places anymore.
2: and they're like yeah no and yeah. so I was like okay well you know maybe it's not meant to be right now so I was like I'll just focus on school for a bit and school didn't work out for me and I started working as a technician and that just it just took up my time and so yeah. like I would still DJ on the side of hobby maybe get one gig every once in a while and mm. it just went like that and then after a while I think it was like 2008 I, I stopped and I was like you know what this this ain't going nowhere. I sold all my I sold all my turntables. Really, and then I sold it enough. F- it went about a year. I was like, no, I can't, I can't. I was like, I felt empty. I felt mm. like yeah. I was missing something. So I started over. I bought some new turntables, okay. and I was like, okay, and like I I started making mixes again, and you know, it was just like, okay, well, I'll I'll still do it as a hobby.
1: If I find a gig, I find a gig. Um, were you were you doing something besides the the demos to fighting a gig now um you know i would answer ads you know okay. this is
2: craigslist you see an ad for yeah, dj yeah, i'd yeah. be like hey you know yeah you know blah blah, blah. i saw a couple of gay clubs that were there you know this was like i wasn't out out still you know you know i had a, a boyfriend at the time and we right. lived together but you know i wasn't out per se you yeah. know with a lot of djs i couldn't be out at the time because it was just like okay you know yeah i mean it wasn't something i would announce because i was just so used to just being me you're just a dj yeah Yeah, and i wasn't ever like out so you know um i had a couple friends and you know we'd hang out or stuff we'd dj and then they'd be like hey i have some girl for you love and i was like no dude like wait (laughs) wrong tree after a while they'd be like why and i'm like dude i'm does she uh, got a
0: brother? That's who I want to talk to. That's
2: <laughs> and then
1: uh so yeah, I
2: was <laughs> I say that shit. Man, where is your you fucking got- sister? I love you, babe.
0: No, this is before my wife. Where, where is your sister? No, I don't fucking
1: Where's your talk sister you. at? let me talk to her. Like that shit.
2: Your yeah. sister
0: ah, That's who I want to talk to.
2: But uh <laughs> so you know, it wasn't until about like uh twenty twelve I was I was tired of Walgreens already. Walgreens, I don't care. I worked there. Everybody <laughs> knows I worked at Walgreens, so shout out to my Walgreens family. Yes, they you still remember You still me. friends with them? Some of the people? I don't talk to them really anymore, but I mean, if I saw them, yeah, right. we would remember mm-hmm. each yeah, other. Yeah, so, okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do anymore. I can't do this anymore. It's, I was tired. And then I saw this uh, Craigslist ad and there were some new gay bar I was looking for a DJ. I was like, let me try it, whatever. They messaged me back and they're like, hey, you want to come in? And I was like, okay. So I went in and DJed one night and they're like, yeah, we want you back. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, it'll be a... A little saturday is that sunday that place I, still here or no. still open no so saturday sunday and then they're like no we want you five nights a week and i was like oh wow!" i was like Oof. they're like we well, have you have two weeks to decide and i was like Oof. i was Damn. like man this is like one of those where it's just like yeah do i take it do i not take it and yeah. i thought about it and then i was like you know what i've been waiting for something like this and it's not something that isn't like you know it's not you know, this isn't something that's not just going to come again. Right. I know yeah. opportunities like this, so I was like, I'm just going to take it. So, nice. You know, I left, I left my other job, and then I started it. And I mean, it was tough. It was my first club gig. You know, I'm not much of a a partier. I'm not much of a a clubber. Wow. I didn't really go out to bars or clubs. You know, even through my college years or whatever. You know, I would go out in El Paso, yes, right. but here I wasn't much of like I'm not much of a partier when I'm not when I'm not DJing. Right. I'm very yeah. like introverted, I'm very I'm very quiet. I'm very like That's interesting, yeah. So
0: what did you play at that club if so, you didn't go out much? What did you what so did you walk I, in with?
2: I would just, you know, I just went with like uh they're like, okay, you know, you play, you know, top forty dance remixes, which is from what I knew already was playing right. was being played at the gay clubs, was all a bunch of top forty dance club. And I was like, okay, I can do that. But I was like, you know what? I usually mix, you know, I would play like maybe 15 minutes of a pop hip hop set, you know, like I'd go into like, you know, Beyoncé Crazy in Love and all that other stuff, like Amory, mm-hmm. like stuff mm-hmm. that was hot between mm-hmm. like, you know, at that time. I don't know, because it's pop, it's still pop. Yeah, so yeah. like at first they're like, "Ugh, you know, why are you playing to that crowd or why, you know?" And and that's where mm-hmm. like I first started learning of like the resistance to certain sound, to certain music and stuff. And it's just because of how the environment was you know, it was before that. It was just everything's always been about dance music. You right. know, mm. you know the gay clubs were always, you know, at the cutting edge of dance music. That's just where you found the best music to dance. And yeah, it's up tempo. Everything's up tempo. Everything's dance. Everything can be like that. Sure, I I was like, I love house music. I love dance music. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, you gotta switch it up. You gotta yeah, yeah, for sure. You gotta have styles. You know. There you go. So you know, I was just like, well, you know, this is me. There's people on the dance floor. There's people at the bar. I mean, well, <clears> the bar's all not money. empty. The bar's not empty. And so, that it
0: still happens today. Yeah. It's like, yeah what is so, the problem?
2: you know, I did. I was there for about three years. And, uh, you know, after a while, you know, I got I got tired of them. You know, ownership was like, you know, they started using certain words. They're like, oh, there's too many urban people in this oh, bar. I hate that. There's too many this. I there's hate too that many shit. that. And so, you know, after a while, I was like, you know what? I, I quit. Yeah. So I left there. This was about 20... 14 and um it was you know i was just kind of lucky because around that time i started going down to fourth street i was like well if i'm in a gay bar here let me go you know go see the competition go see Mm. what's going Mm -hmm. on over there and i started networking a lot more too that's where i met a lot of other djs on sixth street and stuff like that but uh i would go in like um uh into rain into oil cans and i would you know just kind of look around and say okay this is what's being played and that's where i met dj protege right you know it was funny like i always tell him I saw him and I just went up to him and I, you know, I just went up and talked to him. I said, hi, you know, I'm Eric. And he's like, oh, what's up, I'm DJ Protege. And I was just like, do you mind if I just watch you? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. And, you know, I met him and like, he'd like, you know I'd I'd go hang out and I'd see what he played. I watched the crowd reaction, you know that was one of the main things, you know I started learning from him. And then, you know, from DJ Kavika when he started working with me, you know he's been in the game, you know forever i won't say how long so he won't sound old but you know you know he taught me about you know you you know djing for a club is about you know you know the dance floor the psychology how you rotate a dance floor you know how you you look at the people you look at everyone you know and it kind of dictates what direction you want to go how you want to steer the emotions and that's what you know then you know i learned from you know protege you have a packed packed ass dance floor yeah but you're like if there's no one at the bar right you know, yeah, you have a packed ass dance floor, but you need to rotate people. Right. So how do you do it without having people go out the door when mm-hmm. they go to the bar? And, you know, that's that's just stuff I started learning from him. That's good stuff. So how do you do
0: that? So, so if you have a packed dance floor and people are not at the bar and, you know, the bar sales is what <clears throat> counts as far as for our pockets. How do you do that?
2: So what so what I started doing is uh, a lot of people tell me my sets are like I like to push the energy up. I push the energy up and then I like to come back down. You know, mm. it, it can take a 30 minute process, which is the equivalent mm. for people, you know, drinking their drink or if they're dancing. So that way um, I shift the energy. Either I come down to hip hop, yeah. I will go, you know, you know, maybe to some trap music to some 70 BPM. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if I'm doing like a hard, like a EDM set and I'm going at like 130, 130, I'm like, OK, I'm either going to come back down to 100 BPM. And so that way those people are like, okay, I already had my fix of, you know, my, my uptempo dance music, you know, let's go get a drink now. And mm. those people that were outside, you know, having their drink, they're like, you know, this isn't my type of music or I'm not feeling this vibe. And they're, fin- they're about to finish a drink. They're like, oh my God, he like switched yep. it up. Here we go. Let's go. You know, I'm, I'm hydrated. Let's go dance, you know. But, but that comes from, you know, I like to walk around a lot and it helps me engage. I'm like, okay, these people over here, these people over here. So I'm like, okay,
1: now I know like I can touch on this. I can touch on this a little bit. Yeah. 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 Remember uh, the last episode we were recording, we were talking about the BPMs, how I would go up a few BPMs and Mm -hmm. the whole deal with Graham Central Station at the time was you increase BPMs and all that stuff and then you drop it down. So that people can go drink. It's essentially the same thing. Interesting. But, yeah.
0: And I and and then from my perspective, I always have to keep the energy up. Because mm. if I keep the energy up, people are gonna be like, Oh my god, let's go get a drink. It makes people want to go get a shot. Yeah. And it gets you more fucked up and then you go, you
2: dance some more.
0: So that's that's it's, interesting.
2: It's, I'm not saying mine. No, 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 mine no, works no, and yours doesn't No, because but, no, because it's But that's good to know. But but that's like on a a typical regular night, like yeah, like sometimes I've shown up at like nine forty-five to set up, and there's only like five or six people on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Now there's people in the lounge over yeah, there because yeah. you know how you know how big it is at the yeah. club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know there can be people over here, and I'm like, okay, I see an older crowd. I can play a little bit of older vibes, you know, just some '90s music to get people like a little warmed up. Yeah, okay. and then I can drive it up. I but, feel old. But there are some days like I walked in at nine forty-five and it's packed like. There was one night I walked in about two months ago and there was a, uh, um, a pub crawl and it was a swingers party. There was probably like 150 people in Mm. that bar. Like as soon as I walked in at 945, I was like, wow. Oh my gosh. And so so I was like, I have to hit, you know, from the start, hit it from the start. And then it's like, okay, now it's good to maintain. But then after like, once you get to like 11 o'clock, you're like, okay, I have to kind of bring it down because yeah, You know, there's people coming in right. that are from. And they're those freshly people are new, leaving. Yeah, you know, they're freshly <clears> new. <throat> and if they walk in and if the energy sometimes is a little too high, they're like, oh, Whoa. I don't know if I can handle this yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So obviously you've, you've been in, in Austin for, for a while. And we know that the music scene has evolved. And we know the queer scene has also evolved a lot. So since you started DJing, What are some of the positives and even some of the negatives that you've seen with the evolution of, you know, uh, gay clubs or just the music scene in Austin?
2: Um, The one thing I've seen is a lot, a lot more exposure. There's a lot more exposure. Mm. There's a lot more people out and there's a lot more spots and a lot more venues and a lot more, a lot more safe spaces now. You know, it's not just, you know, it's not just relegated to the same two or three spots, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I love 4th Street and that's the foundation you know, that's, but there's a lot of other places too. I that think you
0: are like Mr. 4th Street, in my opinion. <laughs>
2: uh, I don't know. I'll, I don't know yet. It's been eight, nine years that I've been teaching there. But wow. hey, you know, I just, you that's know, a long I just, yeah. I just try to be, you know, you know, to let people know that if I'm, if I'm there, that everyone's welcome. And yeah. that's what I always, you know, I, I always tell everyone. Yeah. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of spaces. I mean, you know, there's. You know, now it's the whole block, you know, we have around the corner and then we also have, you know, the Red River District, you know, you know, there's a lot. And then even then being able to host events at like different bars, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, all the brunches, all the different themed events, that's just more exposure. And I think it's better because it's a lot more safe, a lot more safe spaces for, you know, people to express themselves before you could only
1: express yourself in those certain areas in those certain areas. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't there like I think I had seen some article or something about they were going to tear down a building that was downtown. They were going to make yeah. It. You about coconut. Is well, is that
0: what
2: it was? It's from uh uh from Fourth all the way around the corner to Coconut. So there was someone that it's I think it's still under the works. Um, um I can't say too much. I mean, I don't know. Right. It's it's a lot of you know a lot of, a legal lot of politics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they're you know they're trying to throw it down to build you know, right. complex and uh you know, it's, it's, it's just kind of tough. It's, it's, you know, because it's a staple of the community. Right. And right, the whole block right.
1: And they are trying, you know, they're trying to butcher it. right? Down. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair, you know? So, yeah. but we're there now, so let's enjoy it. Right. I yeah. Yeah. I don't know the specifics. I just remember seeing something about it. And I think it was like on Instagram and just a lot of people were just voicing that that's not cool like, yeah this is this is what makes Austin it's a staple and everything and then somebody's gonna try to tear it down. It's like no,
0: yeah. so so seeing all of this being in in the LGBT <clears throat> space L- LGBTQ space here in Austin and seeing how just you know this this has evolved, what do you hope to see for us as queer? individuals, DJs, what do you hope to see in the future with Austin or just in the industry as a whole? So I, especially with like, not trying to get political, but with just a lot of things that are happening um, towards Uh, the LGBTQ community, like, what do you, what do you want to see in the future? And
2: like, um, I, I just hope like, and I know it's a work in progress for all of us to be able to, to, you know, just be all one together. I know within our community, there's still a little bit of I won't say division, but you know, there's still kind of separation between each other. And you know, the more we work with being comfortable with each other and like helping each other out and knowing that we as one whole community can do a lot much more than if we're just, you know, if we're just separated into smaller blocks, I think all of us, you know being able to just come together whether it's you know all the drag performers you know all us djs you know sometimes i feel like you know sometimes us djs you know sometimes we get so caught up in all our gigs that sometimes we forget hey you know you know let's reach out let's you know try to be together more you know all of us you know queer djs in the community i know we're busy with our gigs and sometimes we should be like hey you know let's get together let's see what we can do as djs because sometimes we're you know a good voice, a strong voice mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. because we're present and we do meet a lot of people and we do interact with a lot of people. And a lot of people see us as like a face of right. something, whether it's our venue, whether it's our event, whether it's the spot we're currently at, you know, they, they're like, okay, if I know like Eric Styles is there, okay, I know what, okay, it's a safe spot because I know he's there. You know, right. if Kit gets there, you know, I know, you know, it's <clears throat> a legit spot that I know, I can feel safe. Yeah. I can be myself right. at, and, you know, I think sometimes, you know, you know, like, like with Bobby, see them seeing us there together. You know, I think people feel a lot more comfortable. Right. They're like, Okay. I know it's a good spot, a good space, you know, and I, I, I just think like we can improve on that. And
0: yeah, one of the things that I remember, uh, living in San Antonio is that there's always been this division between the gays and the lesbians. And I, I, maybe I'm just too busy to see if that is the case here in Austin, but why do you think there's maybe a separation amongst us? Cause this is something that maybe our fellow straight folks don't know about is that there is still a division within the queer community and it's not just in Austin and it's not just in San Antonio. I think it's in general. Mm-hmm. So why do you think that that is?
2: Uh, I think because sometimes <laughs> some of us within the community, we, we still try to classify each other and put each other into categories Mm -hmm. as opposed to us just being under one umbrella. Like sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, the queers, you know, some people who identify as queer sometimes think, uh, the people who identify as, you know, gay or lesbian, sometimes we want to separate each other. And, you know, I just think if we just, you know, say, you know, we're all under the same, under the same thing. We all just want acceptance. And I think. That's just how we work towards it is just, you know, just interacting more and learning to be comfortable with each other. But yeah, there is sometimes there's, you know, there's a bit of separation, you know, like sometimes, you know. You know, sometimes DJ-wise are like, you know, I've heard people say, oh, you DJ Donald on 4th Street. I'm just like, well, yeah, but it's, you know, it's a queer space. Or sometimes they're like, oh, I don't, you know, I only DJ here at this spot or I only DJ here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, they use that as a way to, you know, divide it. And it's like, no, we're all like, we're all queer DJs. We're, right. We all represent the community. You know, we all have our events. We all, we all create the same safe spaces for everyone.
0: Do you label yourself as a queer DJ? Or gay DJ?
2: I like to say I'm a DJ who is gay, who is queer, who is mm-hmm. myself. So, yeah. you yeah. know, I'm just I'm a DJ first and then, you know, I'm me.
0: Yeah. Because I asked because I know uh, I think it was when Diggy was here. We were talking right. about like the term female, female DJ, DJ versus yeah. DJ. Right? right. And so um, I'm curious, you know, from your perspective, um, you know, if you consider yourself a queer DJ, but you said, you know, you are a DJ and you're also queer and you're yeah. also a guy, and right. you're also Hispanic or whatever, yeah. whatever else. Yeah.
2: Um, see, and that's the thing is like, even, even with that, like, they're like, Oh, you're a Latin DJ. I'm like, no, I'm not a Latin DJ. I'm a DJ yeah. who's yeah, Latino or Mexicano or whatever, yeah. but you know, I'm not a Latin DJ. I'm a DJ who is Latin,
1: Right. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Have you ever encountered any kind of like misconceptions or biases about being a DJ who is gay? And if so, Mm -hmm. like how did you respond to that?
2: The main thing, like one of the main things that I encountered at first was like um, they assumed that I play gay music. That's, and what is gay music? That's just like... Like house, Howard no. Hard house dance, no? See, not no. even that. <laughs> See, not know. even that. Like when I first was like, you know, when I had, you know, the regular gigs, but I would take side gigs, be like, okay, you, you know, don't play no gay music. I was like, what, what the fuck? Like, what is gay music? Game yeah. music? You know, they're like, you know, like the Madonna, the Whitney, you know, you know, I dancing, I the, you know shit? dancing yeah. queen you know what you what you all play in the gay clubs all. i was like
1: <laughs> i played all that shit last I, saturday does
2: that no, Yeah, we sense? play that shit out with the straight wedding well dog. that's see that's the thing is what's that's what's hilarious or, or they would be like or or don't play those uh top 40 dance remixes that you that you all play i'm like first of all i don't even play that much madonna like i can go weeks now i can go weeks without playing any madonna yeah. i rarely play any whitney even like dancing queen i'm like but then now, like sometimes I see some of the people who used to laugh at me or something. I see them like and they're all, their, playing it. all their stories are like, oh yes, Dancing Queen, Dancing Queen. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and you are like, they're playing like a top 40 dance remix. And I'm just like, oh, now you're playing it. But before you used to laugh at me or you didn't want to book exactly. me because you assumed that that's all I played. Yeah, It's just like, like <clears throat> there was this one gig, like someone's like, hey, can you fill in for me? And I was like, yeah, sure. And they're like, I got there. It was, and then uh, they're like, okay well you can't play any any of that and i was like, okay i can play throwbacks i can play 80s 90s yeah. mm-hmm. i can play a little i can play hip-hop like i i won't ever brag and say i can play a four-hour hip-hop set no i can't like <laughs> but but i can hold my own for right. you know a bit of a hip-hop set yeah i've always said you know don't ask me for a four-hour hip-hop set i was like you you don't want to do most, it yeah <laughs> i'll probably grow some more gray hairs but you know <laughs> hey see but but hey. <laughs> but like, like the same is also for the opposite They're coming. And Mine are coming. <laughs> the same is for the opposite And Like I could do a house set, but I'm like, af- you know, after two or three hours, I'm like, okay, I want to switch up. You know, yeah. I like to like feel a different rhythm. You right. know, I can't yeah. do a four hour house set all night. I'm like, yeah. I would go crazy doing that too. So, yeah. you know. Are
0: yeah. there gigs
2: or genres
0: that you've been dying to tap into that you haven't?
2: I actually like, I've been curious about, like, like going back into my roots and doing, like, just, I, although I said no, but, like, a strict, like, a house set. But yeah. not a four-hour set. Like right, right, right. Do, like, a one- or two-hour, like, house set. You know, just house. You know, just no, like, EDMs. Right. No crazy, no EDM. like Just, good old just classic something house. new vibe. Yeah. Just, yeah. You, just something new vibe that's good something for the soul Something you at, at,
0: at your at your spots. Right? Yeah. Like a house night or something.
2: i it's something i gotta work like it's a balance yeah. it's a balance between because you know if if for a while like if i switch up something mm-hmm. i've had people come to, they'll come up to the booth and like are you okay like are you all right like yeah. are you in a mood are you like is <laughs> there you something going on? <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm good why they're like okay because like this doesn't sound <laughs> like you and i'm like like i'm just like i'm just in i, I don't know i just feel like playing this yeah. and they're yeah. like oh okay
1: <laughs> oh. like, okay i'll be That's back in funny. a little bit
2: why did you play
0: that like, shut up go get your drink this is time for you to get a drink yeah. stop asking
1: questions so I, I got a question for for both of you and it has to do with club owners as well do you do you guys feel like uh club owners from like gay clubs are more willing to look for djs that are gay or it wouldn't matter to them like
2: you can answer first um It depends on the club. Um, There are some clubs, you know, I won't say just here in Austin, but in general, Mm -hmm. um, they have their resident DJ. And to them, they want to keep a resident DJ until... till the wheels fall off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is, you know, I was blessed to fall into, you know, my gig, you know, as a resident DJ um, at Oil Can's, you know, after I quit the other bar you know dj kavika was like hey you know what if if we did a night and we go back to back we make it like a battle yeah you know whatever um but there there are some owners that that don't mind having um a straight dj resident right. you know as long as you know they're open to the community and yeah, yeah you know open to the crowd or anything and not just there to you know collect the check or whatever right you know dj protege was a big advocate you right. know large advocate you know dallas downs he's been there um forever He's a big you know, he's a big advocate. You know, DJ Kavika. For a while they thought he was gay and they thought I was straight. I was like Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, he's the one married with a kid. Yeah. I'm not. But yeah. you yeah. know, yeah, but I mean like uh traditionally the gay clubs when they have a resident DJ, mm-hmm. they'll keep them until that person either, you know, they decide to leave. You know, there's some gay clubs that have had the same resident DJ for like 20 plus years, you know, So there's more like,
1: stability. Yeah. You would say like in a, in a gay club, as far as the DJ goes, because I mean, you know, I DJ down in Sixth street and you have a different DJ every single night. Mm-hmm. You might have a residency, but how long is it really going to last before they yeah. get another DJ? See, but the key is you gotta be, you still gotta do a good job. You're not, right. right. You're not, not just cause secure. you're gay. You're right, right.
2: Right.
0: I think there. I mean, there definitely is a level of representation. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I was working with, um, I was working with a DJ because I know there's a bunch of DJs that listen, so I don't want (laughs) to put anybody in any kind of position. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was chatting with a DJ who books DJs for an event Mm -hmm. that you and I do monthly. And one of the things that came out of that, because he was asking, they were asking, you know, who else could you suggest Mm -hmm. to maybe come and do this night with you, all Mm -hmm. like as, as guest DJs. And I had started naming a few DJs and they said, well, the feedback is we want to have gay, queer, lesbian right. DJs as part of the representation. But to Eric's point, you still have to be good. Yeah, Not just because you're you're gay. Right, right, right. You look good, mm-hmm. you still have to do a good right, job. Right, of course. So yeah. Have you ever, uh, let me actually flip it. Have you personally ever experienced where you got turned down for an event because you were gay? Not because of the music you play, but misconception, like, because um, you were gay or you are gay.
2: I wouldn't know. I mean, they probably didn't call me because of it. So I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but, um, I mean, if, like, people reach out and, I mean, it's all over my Instagram page or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. if, if they never reached out to me, I just think because they can't afford me. But, right. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. But um, also going back to that other topic we were talking about, uh, the misconception thing. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's, um, you know... I've also missed out on some other gigs because I'm not the stereotypical gay DJ. You know, mm. if what does that look like? So yeah. like, so like, let's say if I was to spin, uh, it's called circuit music. Um, it's the high energy gay club music. It's it's kind of resembles like tribal, uh, kind of waracha music. Okay, oh, you know, it's what they play at the really large Cirque? high yes. energy. Okay, it's like a tribal, you know tribal wadacha music it's a cousin of it but okay. it's, it's really big in the gay community they, wow. book, they book djs to travel but a lot of djs that's only what they spend you know sometimes they'll spin edm but that's a style and that's where the big the big money is in the gay male world Certain the gay music. male dj world is doing that and you just show up and you play you know sometimes an hour set or two hour set and it's you know it's that music you know oh, you know and because i don't play that type of music i get overlooked for a lot of gigs you know or i will get a gig and then they're like oh, they want well, you to be more gay yeah <laughs> they want me to be more gay like if i'm not shirtless you know if i'm not out there being shirtless or something <clears throat> yeah. you know and i'm just like i'm that's why like when people say well, why don't you get shirtless i'm like no that's that's not me, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, yeah. you gotta pay for this. No, I'm just <laughs> okay, don't no, the shit. I'm just All kidding, right. but still, I'm like, hey man, no, you I'm going like,
0: to the gym? You putting in work. Hey. You gotta pay but to see this. No,
2: that's why sometimes I'm just like, no, you know, I could, I could definitely, like, if I wanted to, I could do that, but yeah. it wouldn't be staying true to, to who, who I am to who as a DJ. Yeah,
1: of course. Yeah, you always gotta stay true to yourself. Yeah, regardless. So
0: right now, is it um, mostly just there on Fourth Street? That you're spinning right now or do you do other type of events?
2: Um, I'm, I'm always open to uh other things. Um it does take up like four days of my week. So usually when mm. people are like, Hey, are you free Friday night or Saturday night? Whoa. I'm like, you know, I can. I you know, if if it's good if it's a good, like, I won't say a good enough gig, but like, if it's worth me taking off, you know, the pay and time, for my and resident night yeah. to, you know, to do this gig, like if someone's like, hey, you know, we're doing a big EDM fest, you want to do a set? And I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. then that but like, like, usually if it's like on a day off, and it's like a side little gig, I'll be like, okay, you know what, I'm down to do it, you know, have the free time, um, you know, some drag brunches, I'm always down, although I've done like a million drag shows, but <laughs> they're like, you want to do a drag brunch? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You know, it. If you thought of me to do it, then, you know, you know, out of respect, you know, I'll do the gig if I'm available to do it. Because, you know, a lot of them don't have to think about me, you know, and a lot of times they go with another DJ and that's fine. But if they took their time to say, you know, this is who I want to run my show or to be a part of it and to be my DJ. Like I've I've had other drag hosts that are like, hey, you know, I only want you to DJ my show because I know that you know how to run a show and you know how to handle our music Mm -hmm. and like, you know. You know what I like or how I like certain things and so you know I take pride in that and that you know they have confidence in me in you know in what I do yeah yeah that's good
0: so question for you so um do you feel do you feel like a sense of responsibility to be like a role model uh or advocate for others in our community
1: you took my question I had Did it in I? my head
3: yeah okay no.
2: So <laughs> right here. I, w- I won't say exactly role model, but I think I represent, you know, our community. I'm a face. I'm one of the dimensions, you know, I go somewhere and like, you know, if they recognize we're like, Hey, aren't, aren't you the DJ? You know, they'll say from either this place, you know, Oh, don't you do that monthly event? Or they're like, Oh, you're, mm-hmm. you're from fourth street. Right. You know, you know, and if they recognize me, it depends where I'm out. You know, I can be freaking at H-E-B. And like, mm-hmm. like they're looking at me, and I'm just like, and they'll come up and be like, "You're the DJ, right, right from Fourth Street." And I'm like, "Yeah." So I mean, mm. regardless of where I'm at, you know, I'm always, I'm always representing, right. you know, you know where I work at too, but also the whole community. Right. You know, you're a prominent figure. If something happened yeah. I mean, I'm not over here like this one here. <laughs> oh, stop that. <laughs> this one's know. a superstar. No, right here. I know. But you know, still, like, you go somewhere, you never know who might be seeing you yeah. or. You know, you know, there's, there was a night that, you know, I was, I was DJing and some celebrities walked in, you never know who they are, but you never know. You could be playing, you could be playing music for them and, you know, they'll always remember like hey came through here or like you know you're at the store just like i said and you know someone sees you or even if i'm out you know you know going to support a show you know people see you as like okay oh he came to support my show you know i'm gonna go support him when he's dj now because you know it's a little mutual but also and um also taking part in you know advocacy you know yeah you know for protest you know for things like you know because it's all our community you know and yeah. I'm you know I'm one of the dimensions of it and if I'm out there standing out there you know then it's an important issue and it's something that you know I have to be up front to with yeah
0: yeah do you feel like you've had any or are there any maybe significant moments in your career where you feel like have had a positive impact and representation on LGBTQ artists uh in the Austin scene
2: um I don't think about a specific event. I just think in general, it's just a continuous thing. I'm always out there, you know, trying to support artists and, you know, stuff. If I see someone who's releasing music, you know, I'll always tell them, hey, you know, send me your song, you know, send me your track. Yeah, I can drop it in the mix. You know, if it fits in, I'll, you know, drop it in during my set and, you know, I'll try to push it. You know, just also being able, you know, you know, to host, you know, a night, you know, you know, down at the club, you know, there hasn't been one in <clears> probably <throat> ever down on a uh, Fourth Street you know yeah I hosted every Sunday night and then I also brought one uh to rain you know we brought you see that was the first time mm-hmm. you know they've ever had a Latin night there so you know and it was pretty big and so a lot of people were just stunned that you know we were able you know to bring it there and you know I was able to uh you know to have a hand in it yeah yeah you know? I
0: asked that question because like for me a more recent moment um, was when we both, in separate timeframes, performed at the Waterloo Greenway. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and you know this—we're we're still in it, right? But this is truly like at the height of all of these different bills, anti-LGBTQ bills that are being passed, right? And so I'm not gonna lie, there's moments where I go to public events that are LGBTQ friendly uh i've done work for some politicians here Mm -hmm. in in austin right and and it's i'm not gonna lie it there is a concern when i leave my house because i want to make sure that i get home okay yeah i make sure that i don't i also don't get into a fight or rip someone's face apart because of things that they may say or do right and you (laughs) see a lot of things unfortunately in the news and so when i dj'd at waterloo and, and you dj'd that same day later that evening you know looking back at it i'm like and there were so many families yeah. there that were taking their kids and they had them sit there and of course the two the two queens that were there tequila rose and um, bridget yeah. Shout um, out to them. But oh, they, yeah. Absolutely yeah amazing they're, queens. They're they're so beautiful. They're so awesome. So easy to work with. Super friendly. And they're they're reading, you know, these books to to kids and all these families came out to just have a good time. And it put me at ease because I was like, OK, there are people out here that do uh that do support us and are not with the shits. Right.
2: Exactly. And then
0: later that evening seeing you know, how successful the night was when you and Gabby were there. So I'm thinking about it in two ways, right? Like number one, the Austin community showed up, showed up. And Mm -hmm. when I say Austin community, I'm not just saying LGBTQ plus, but I'm saying the public as a whole came out to, to support and say, we, we stand with you. Right. But then also for venues like big venues, like the Waterloo to invite us to Mm -hmm. come out like that that to me was a more recent moment that i was like okay like we're truly that this is a positive impact yeah because we're out here yeah when
2: uh they reached out and they're like hey you know we want to do this event i was like wow really y'all want to host like you want you want to host us there yeah Mm -hmm. you know and i was like, wow you know that that was amazing
0: yeah yeah i think it's it's um A lot of the I don't want to hire them because they're gay or they mean, I think a lot of that is kind of going out the window unless you do something stupid in public. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of that is going out and it's just more like, you know, your talents. Yeah. You know who, you know, et cetera. So, yeah, that's that's why I I had asked that question, because like I said, more recently, that Waterloo event, I was just like, okay cool. Like, yeah, I saw like
2: like your videos and stuff. Oh, my God. Like the families there just looked amazing to see them, you know, and then at night to see them just being able to just relax there on the lawn right, and yeah, it was yeah. just amazing
0: the kids are cute too like and the drag queens were asking them questions and the kids are like me and it was like <laughs> you don't even know
2: what yeah. did
1: that event like consist of what was like i know there was djs but what was like the whole event was it just a dj show or no. what was the whole no
0: so um so they do this year round or every year and so it's pretty much pride for families and so it's a whole week long of events and okay. so every night uh, it's usually done in June, which is national pride month. And uh-huh. so every day of that week, they have a different program. So they have like panel discussions. Oh, they have obviously drag performances. Like a lot of
1: awareness and it's, stuff. Yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff.
0: And so the Saturday specifically that <coughs> him and I uh, were there, I, I did the morning shift. And so what it was is obviously I'm there DJing. The Queens were reading uh, a book to the, to the kids. They had a bunch of vendors, a lot of uh, community resources, like to educate yourself about different nonprofit organizations. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they had a little mini parade. So mm-hmm. they kind of walked around like the little space. Um, and it's just like unity mm-hmm. family, et cetera. And then the night one, I think it was more for like, you know the party scene right. right so where they had poppy c came out and they had uh the dancers and just people just having a good time i think they had performers yeah.
2: too yeah they right? yeah they also had performers uh um, and some singers yeah, yeah so okay. it's just really that's showcasing
0: cool. like lgbtq artists right. and bringing more awareness to the forefront via keynote speakers or yeah, panel yeah, yeah. speakers or stuff like that yeah that's cool yeah so i mean places like that that um you know you just Maybe ten years ago would have never would've, thought yeah, that no, they uh-uh. would have LGBTQ showcases like that. Exciting. Yeah, yeah.
1: So i I might be DJing a Latin Gay Night soon. Okay. With orally,
0: you need help. You all right? You gonna be okay? No,
1: I'm good. <laughs> so he he got he got asked to do a Latin Gay Night at Iron Bear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It's okay. on Sixth Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did one. He did one night. I went to go see him play mm-hmm. and he was like, bro, I was fucking killing it and everything. Yeah. And then he's like, but he kind of felt like, uh, that night they used iron bears like a pregame. And then everyone went to fourth street.
3: Mm. Oops. Oops.
1: <laughs> Eric. <laughs> just but kidding. No, I mean, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it just it, but that's just the way it goes. But, but that's how it
2: is. Like everybody flows between right. the bars. So, I mean, you're, you're, it's just a natural flow. You know, yeah. everyone starts somewhere, and then they rotate, right, and then right. they rotate, and then they rotate. Yeah, they all re- between all of them, they all rotate. That's like.
1: mm-hmm. this that, the logistics of a downtown scene. I mean, yeah. some you know people sometimes they just choose like this is the place where we're gonna pregame, and this is the place where we're gonna end up. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. No, yeah, well, yeah. he wasn't. He wasn't complaining about it, but he was just like, you know, that he killed it, and he was like, bro, everybody was dancing. It was freaking cool. It's like, and then all of a sudden like nobody was there so i got there when that, that's not true nobody wasn't there he said it's that just, nobody was there but there was like a lot of people still there yeah and so i think they were testing out djs because mm. then i think the next month um they had tried somebody else and i think they didn't get the result that they wanted mm. so now he's back yeah yeah so now he's back and he's like yo you want to do a night with me I'm like fuck it let's do it yeah let's do it
2: it's
0: we're, we're fun <laughs> I will. Fun it's, it's,
2: it's weird sometimes. Like it'll just be a switch. Like they're just like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And like, yeah. It don't matter what you're playing. Like yeah. they could be like, okay. Why do you y'all done. do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done.
0: Help us understand. Yeah. But, I, I, I go, ahead, go ahead. You
2: know, but I, I will say the, the gay crowd historically is the hardest critic. Like, you, you know, think like, so? well in, in the club, like in the club, yeah, they
1: can easily be like, no, oh, really. Like they're they're not gonna hide it, but it just it's like, like some, oh, what the fuck? some
2: will, but some <laughs> like if huh. you drop a song at the wrong time, even if it's a banger, they'll be like. So they're not so forgiving. N- no, like yeah. Now it now it's a little more free, but yeah. before like you play a bat, you could play a bat song or you put a song timed wrong. Yeah. Not timed wrong, but like not fitting well. You could empty out the whole club, like yeah that, that was one of the first things i learned was do like you see
0: that just in general or do you see that more with men or women
2: it's it's both it's yeah. just like it could be like all of a sudden like a switch they're like or if they're just like oh my god i don't like this song and it's just like psh, yeah it'll just like empty out or like i mean they'll go to the bar or something and you're just like oh. and it's like but it worked last week yeah like and Interesting. that's where like you can never play the same set especially like that like I've tried that. I'm like, you know what? This set worked like three weeks ago. Let me try it again. And like, I'll go down and I'm like, yeah, nope, it's not. <laughs> it is not. I'm like, nope, it is not. And I'm, or I was like, hey, I, you know, I dropped this song right at 1130 and everyone went crazy. Yeah. It's- and then I was like, let me try it again. And nope, nope. And they're like, nope. I it's not just a different this.
1: crowd at that time. Oh, man,
2: I'm like, even if it's like freaking, you know, like Taylor Swift or like Beyonce, they're, yeah. they're like, okay, yeah, but it just... <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I guess not. And
0: do you, uh, so sometimes what I do um, is I look up like Spotify to try and like pepper in other songs in my gay crate. I'll call them gay crates, right? And do you necessarily agree with how some of these platform put together gay playlists?
2: Oh, I had this discussion with, uh, who do I have this? Oh, with DJ Kaviga, because it always happens during Pride Month, so am dj pools i won't name but some (laughs) put together a pride crate list and i'm just like really y'all like y'all still put ymca in a crate like it's fine and all (laughs) but like you know you know gay people listen to normal music like we are normal people like we listen to freaking you know they listen to ice spice like oh my god like freaking three songs in a row you know yeah Mm -hmm. and y'all are still putting you know ymca and like um dancing i queen. will survive <laughs> yes dancing queen i will survive I'm coming, like, I'm coming out i'm just like oh my god y'all. Yeah. like they're, and they're um timeless anthems yeah and i'm just like
0: yeah it's
2: <laughs> i mean I, I understand in certain settings yeah it's cool like if you're you know like certain events or whatever but like as your normal playlist no like
0: yeah like i could not play any of that shit at my
2: for our poppy c night like
0: these these people want to hear obviously like it's funny to me because
1: saturday i was playing dancing queen i was playing whitney and shit like that and it worked yes of
2: course yeah see see, but that's see that's the thing is like okay so let's say if i if i was to go dj with y'all at an event Mm -hmm. and i played it it'd be like Oh my God, he is playing four street. He's playing his four street music. He's playing I don't think that would happen though. It, it does like like people are like people and they have come up to me like, Why are you playing four street music? I'm just Really?
0: Like, that happened to both of us. I don't know if you had heard this, but one one time we were doing uh a set together at at uh Malavina and uh-huh. One of us, probably me, uh, tapped into like some Beyonce, tapped into some English music, yeah, right. and uh, I had heard that someone had complained. I was like, oh, it sounds but, like Fourth Street. And but I, like, I think I
1: think that's that's we had talked about. It. I think yeah. that's the crowd that follows exactly. Malavida because yeah, yeah. when I was there at Jackalope, it's not. It's definitely not the same crowd. I mean, you get people from all over, you know, yeah. different regions of, of of town to go party there, but it's not the 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 hardcore Latin. My la vida yeah. crowd so yeah, yeah. so and in, in jackalope like you can absolutely throw it no one's gonna i don't think anyone's gonna say or think anything whether yeah. it was me throwing it or any of y'all throwing it they're not gonna be like oh they're throwing it. oh anyway. no i
2: we are quick they're well, quick I'm, to
0: tell
1: us well i mean yeah, yeah. and that's
2: also because like some of the people that come like to see when i'm djing they expect like a different side of me, like yeah. my other like me to reach into another right. level that's why when i'm mm-hmm. on i Hardly I think it's because y'all are just I, too famous. I I hardly wow. touch. That I think that's stuff. what it is. That's why, like, I hardly I touch still that do. Stuff when I don't you. give
0: a shit. And especially because Patrick is there Shout out to to Patrick. Patrick, uh, he also helps out there at Mala. And he, as soon as he hears like some Beyonce drop or something, this a reminder something. He's like. <laughs> bitch and he is ready with his fan and i'm like you know what if anything i could count on him right exactly i, I love my patty he's i don't even know if i could call him that sorry pat but yes <laughs> i i love him see and
2: see and it's like the opposite because like when he knows i'm on he's like okay so i'm i'm gonna get some cumbia right yeah he knows that i'm gonna play cumbia and so he's like, there, he lives he's his life with it. the cumbia that's what i mean is yeah like, but but that's, that's cool that's like like the, the kind of balance we have is yeah, like yeah, 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 see yeah. i know like you know, I usually like to go on early. For some reason, I like to warm up. You know, I'm a opener and then I like, you know, I like to okay, now I'm kind of warmed up. Yeah. So that's why I'm always like I I don't know if it's an issue, but I'm always like, you know, I like to play first just cuz it gets me kind of like, okay, I'm warmed up now. I can like I can go walk around cuz if not, I get like really antsy and then mm. when it's time for me to play, I'm like I'm like so scramble head. I'm like I'll
1: need a know where different perspective? We just talked about that yeah. last episode about the openers and headliners or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, it was. we talked about yeah, that.
2: Yeah, the, the thing is like I don't mind opening cuz sometimes sometimes I like to set a vibe and it's just for myself. It might not be yeah. for the whole event, but I like, you know, sometimes I like to set a vibe a little bit and be like, okay, it's kind of chill, kind of like, okay, and then as I lead it off, I like I like to hand to, it off to to hand you. it off with like some energy and
1: and, and you feel good like that's yeah. Let's see. There's 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 yeah.
2: a different. That's yeah, why, yeah. that's why I'll be like okay. Like I feel myself like okay. My energy's starting to go. I'm like, you want
0: to go that yeah. way? I and I'm that like, that yeah, energy. sure, okay, cool, whatever. And I save yeah. that energy
2: so that way when I come back on, I'm like, okay, I've like, ooh, yeah, I have that energy pent up. Mm, that's
1: that's exactly mm-hmm. the same thing. Like I was talking about when you vibe off of each other and you do yeah. like someone like back to backs. I like to go in early as well because then, for example, like if I'm playing with Ray or Raymond, Ray and Ray. But then they're going to fucking kill it. And I'm going to enjoy that shit. Yeah. So whenever I go back, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I want to do my thing as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I have trouble opening i i like opening too but i have trouble doing it because i already want people dancing and people are just <laughs> getting there like getting their pain no, getting can their drinks. Get and i'm slow like down. get on the dance floor now put your hands in the air let's fuck though you know what i
1: <laughs> uh, mean uh we're still sweeping
0: they're putting the beers in I'm the like, ice you, put your hands up now
2: <laughs> with <laughs> the ice foot <what>? uh-huh.
0: <laughs> exactly that's me so i have trouble because i feel myself like uh, okay i'll save this one for later i'll save it for later yeah so. and
2: it's weird it's always been like that like even when i used to dj with uh dj Kavik when we should do a back-to-back night you mm-hmm. know i'd be like you know what let me start i used to play for 30 minutes and then he used to go 30 minutes mm-hmm. and then you know peak time we used to go like every 15 minutes but wow. when we started i was like let me start i don't know why i just like to start yeah. i don't know why yeah i think it's an ocd thing probably too i don't know
0: yeah, makes you feel comfortable, gets yeah. anxiety out, all that stuff. I feel like
1: if you open sometimes you get to play a little bit more of what you want. Yeah. I that's think true. so. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel yeah. I feel I do that because for example, like if uh, like when I'll be at Moonlight and it's, you know, ten o'clock and I'm already ready to go, shit, I could drop honestly most of the time I drop like notorious B A G hypnotize. And no one's gonna say a goddamn thing about it because it's the first fucking song. I will be there like guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but even for like the staff Hot that's 60, there, they're like, Oh about shit, about like it. I haven't okay. heard this shit in a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. After a while, well it's time to work and put the songs that you know make the night happen. Yeah, but yeah, at yeah. the beginning, shit, I'll put something like that or a little bit of country grammar or some shit. They're like, fuck, like I haven't heard this shit. Look, in a while. if I walk in the club, that's all I wanna hear. Is I know hip hop throwbacks. But you know, that's the way it yeah. goes, I guess.
2: So like is 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 like your um what is it um your go-to is like your passion like the hip hop like you're like this is me like
3: yeah
0: very okay. much so very old school hip hop and and r and b and funk okay and so i I try to get away with it sometimes at mala especially like if i'm we're in the opening stages yeah. or in the beginning stages um but yeah that's like I always have to pepper in some yeah. of that stuff that's,
1: try to guess mine my go-to.
2: I don't know. I don't know you Poonchies, well enough. punchies, punchies. I don't know you well enough,
1: though. Hard house. Really? Absolutely. Oh a hundred percent. All everything that's underground oh, construction. You have to get together and do a hard house. you, <laughs> event. you all of that. You would have loved my
2: old Twitch streams. You, oh, I, I probably would. You'll would've. find my mixes on okay. Mixcloud. I have some okay. hard house mixes from my streams on there. But no, that is like my. That is what I learned. But that's how I learned. Like one. You know how to speed mix, how to yeah, yeah. how to quick mix, how to multitask while right. I was mixing. Yeah, and I I think that helped me in terms of like phrasing and blending to right. help me with with other genres.
1: Well, I I started off with with hard house. That's exactly what I started off with hard house, and I had all. Well, the, if you want,
2: uh, if you want to sell some records, actually, some U C music records, I I, I was collecting them
1: for a bit. I have them on MP three though oh. because I lost a lot of my records. Oh. Well, we could I, trade. I, I had a <laughs> i had a friend who was keeping my records for me he was practicing with them he moved houses and he put them in a warehouse oh. and they all fucking worked oh no so it's taken uh. me it's taken me a lot of years to get those songs back uh what also has helped is uh i'm also friends with alex peace oh my gosh really yeah <gasps> i'm friends oh, with alex peace i've always wanted him to do a a, a drop for me that was my oh, no, to I'm, do a drop. i'm sure he, d- dude i've i've got to him, him party and bam out. Bam, bam. oh my god i've got pictures with bam bam alex peace caesar bobby oh d gosh. uh and those bad were, boy Bill.
2: those are everyone like yep. i grew up listening to
1: i i actually got to meet all of them in one place you would like bad boy bill oh bad, bad boy, boy Bill! bad boy okay. bill is so cool and he's got really good uh videos on youtube where he's dj like on top of a building i don't know if you saw that i've one. heard
0: that name before but his uh I'll check it
1: out I, I, um <clears throat>
2: I still watch his uh is it the DMC? He did oh, the yeah, battle yeah, like yeah. eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He mm. he was a battle DJ, but he's yeah. a house he's a house DJ. Right. Did
0: you ever uh, battle?
2: Oh no, I can't <laughs> No. <laughs> See, I didn't learn the, I couldn't teach myself those techniques. I can scratch a little as you can yeah. I here hear here and you, hear, but hear that's it. it. That's Sometimes like, I'll be
0: behind you at Mala and I'm like, all right, Eric. That's Eric,
2: it. <laughs> that's it. Is, that's his that's his that's the scope
1: of my Well, <laughs> you're welcome to check out my crates and you yeah. can get whatever you want from there because it's I got to have. A lot of house records in there. Hard house records. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of rips too.
0: Would you go back to Twitch?
2: Oh my God. They're going to hear me. Yes, I would. <laughs> but it's just, I've, I've told, I've told the people like, um, the reason why I don't stream is because when I did stream, it was fun. And I wanted to keep it that way. And with how my work schedule's going, going, if I do get on a stream, it then become feel, it becomes feeling like a, I won't say a job, but like a gig that mm. i'm doing and like if i do if i do stream i want it to just be fun like yeah. i'm yeah. having fun and it doesn't feel like i'm just like i'm pushing like oh i want to stream i want to stream and just right. be like you know what i feel it i'm gonna get on and stream like yeah because yeah. before it was just fun yeah i was in covid and i was like yeah some way to make money but i was still having fun with it yeah i could play whatever i want that's actually how i got to expand um you know uh was it my latin stuff yeah Like mm. was through there like because before <laughs> I couldn't play Latin music at the clubs. I mean, I'd get in trouble, like freaking play Selena. And they'd be like, wow, why are you playing Selena? Yeah. But I'm like, there's people on the dance floor. Yeah. We had this little joke for a while at the club. It'd be like, all of a sudden you play Selena and then like a hundred people show up and they'd be like where'd they come from? Like, where did these people come from? Like, were they, like, hiding, like, <laughs> yeah, somewhere? know, unites everybody. In, in back of the curtains or something? Like, la gente all of a sudden showed up, and we're like... Like yeah. the little like, Spongebob
1: guess, meme. <laughs> they all, yep. would be, all right. It would no. literally,
2: like, be like, oh, okay. I guess they were hiding somewhere. But, wow. yeah, no, no, that's actually, like, doing COVID and stuff was how I built yeah. up. Like, you know, being able to mix that, and I'm kind of blessed for that. You know, it helped me just yeah. expand into, you know, different concepts, different sounds. Yeah. And, yeah, you yeah. know, when I took over Friday nights, you know, for DJ Protege, the one good thing is like, it was after COVID. So I was like, I can actually build it into my night right. and how it is that i want it to be which was good because coming off of him you know it would have been kind of hard because he has his fans and people that right. would go see him and yeah. i know that they would be like oh wait you're not protege or whatever yeah
1: so mm. it, your protege protege
2: yeah like that's him he's the man so um you know it was good that i could build my own concept and be like okay this is what i want to do for my night this is how my night want to it wants to sound like this is stuff that I want to cover, you know, any music that I wanted to do. So eventually, like I was able to build and, you know, I'm so thankful to Scott, you know, the GM there, like he gave, you know, he's like, you know what? I trust you. You've been here long enough. You know how to handle your night. And, you know, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, as long as, you know, everything else is good, then, you know, that's why I would like when we brought Bobby C, you know, I pitched it to him and he was like, I'm down as long as, you know, you know, you know, it's. If, if there's a crowd here cuz it's yeah. all, it's also um a friday night so you know they actually like changed the whole schematic so oh, the bar and their flow so it wasn't like a an an it, off it night it was an actual like it was kind of like a, a buyout night, it was yeah. like a buyout of the club for uh, that event mm. Damn, so that's, that's major and it got crowded. so for us you know and like the thing is too like you know they were charging cover for it you no know, so that's what they were kind of worried about cuz you know we don't charge cover normally right. until after midnight mm mm-hmm. So we were, you know, that was kind of the big if thing was like, oh, we're going to be charging cover before hopefully people show Mm -hmm. up. And I was like, you know, you know, people will show up. Our people will show up. Our people will show if it's something that, you know, that's for our community. And so that, you know, I was just so lucky. Like we had it packed by what, 930? Remember that? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. And I didn't even expect like at first at nine. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's slow. I was like, oh, (laughs) I was worried. Yeah. Like you get was, a few I,
0: like bridal crowds or dudes that come in, but then they I announced. was like,
2: I was stressing that. At like I was like, oh my gosh! And then like nine thirty, I was like, oh, everybody's showing up. They in came the ready. And it was packed. Ready, so, ready yeah. to yeah. go. That's dope. So we were, yeah. we were blessed to have that. So it was lucky. But yeah, I mean, that's that was the one good thing about. And then um my Saturdays, I've been there nine years already. So dang and then um it's a long time
0: dude that is that is a a blessing in itself because not everybody can keep residencies for many reasons and it's not like on the dj sometimes it's just places closed uh turnover and stuff so that is that is very commendable that you've been keeping those residencies for that long and
2: i mean it's also hard because like i have to be I have to stay on my toes, you know, I have to not become complacent for a while before COVID I was becoming a little, you know, I told them I was working six nights a week. So mm-hmm. I was literally there like Tuesday, Wednesday, or like Tuesday, Wednesday, and then like, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So like I was six days a week there and mm-hmm. the, um, yeah. I was becoming complacent be like, eh, I can just get away with this. I can get away with this. Cause you just get into yeah. a routine. It becomes a job, you Yeah, know, it's yeah. becoming a job, not know something you love to do yeah and so like like COVID kind of helped to you know to reset that and so i was like okay now you know i can stay on my toes and i'd be always trying to you know you know try new sounds or you know try new things and that's just kind of how i like try to keep myself you Mm know uh keep motivated yeah Nice.
0: Oh, um, man, that's awesome, man. Well, with that said, Eric, we can't thank you enough for making no. time to thank you. come out and, and share your story and kind of decipher some of the misconceptions about, you know, queer DJs mm-hmm. and being queer and all that. So one thing that we like to do before we close it out is do a uh, fast five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I got a fast six. This okay. time. Okay. But if you have any.
1: um, After. After. Okay, yeah. cool. So it's, these it's, it's a question more than anything. So
0: but. these are just water gun to your head. Oh, my this gosh. or that.
1: Just water one answer, oh, this oh or that. Oh my gosh.
0: And these are fun. Not necessarily okay. DJ related oh, okay. or anything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Beach vacation or mountain retreat?
2: A beach vacation.
0: Pizza or tacos? Oh. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> water gun <to> your head. <laughs> water
0: gun to your head, yeah.
2: <laughs> At the moment, tacos, because I had pizza this week already. Okay. So. All yeah. right. Move. Wait, 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 shout out Conan's Pizza if you haven't had Conan's Pizza. Conan's Pizza. Conan's oh my pizza. God. Where is Staple that? of Austin. Uh, there's one on Anderson Lane and Burnett Road. And okay. there's one down south on like Stasney okay. and OG. Like you go in there, it's like an arcade. Like OG, oh eighties, really? like stepping into the eighties oh, pizza. Man, okay, nice. look,
0: I'm putting stars next to so yes, it. Very you.
2: good pizza and their wings are amazing. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Good to know. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So movie night in. Or night out at the movies.
2: Night out at the movies. I'm a movie theater person. Are you? Yes. I have memberships to like the Regal okay. and
1: Okay. I got to Cinemark. And uh to Cinemark. Cinemark's so good.
2: I especially the Regal Unlimited, if I'm feeling the movie. Mm. Yeah, you can just go at any time. Wow. It's free. Hey. I'm like 20 bucks a month. I'll see all the movies I want. Well, and I got Cinemark because it's, it's close I to me mark, here. Yeah, mm. yeah, that one's good too because if you get the one credit and yeah. if you don't use it it rolls
1: over. So. Yeah, And then you get 25% off the concessions mm. and everything. It's only like $12. I just dollars.
0: redeemed like my free popcorn at Regal yeah. recently.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I had like 60,000 points and I get a free popcorn. So I only technically spend like 2 or $3 because I buy a bottled water and that's it. Oh. Wow. Because I get a free popcorn, my free ticket. So I was yeah. just like... I'm a cheap date for myself, because
1: <laughs> well, we are here in this household we watch a lot of movies, especially yep. in the theater. Yesterday we saw Barbie. Today we're sit, we're watching Oppenheimer. Oh, I'm actually I'm as soon as we're, to we're go done go. here, we're gonna go see. You're Oppenheimer. like I have a movie time, a three hour movie. <laughs> time. <hour> <laughs> yeah.
0: Wait, where did you see Barbie here? At uh,
1: oh, at the movie theater. Yeah, at the movie oh, okay, theater. Okay, sorry, I misunderstood. No, no, I in this household we watch a I lot was, of movies. What
0: kind yeah. of yeah. that shit are you on now? <laughs> you can see the person walking <laughs> through the screen? I and
1: had a nap. I'll hook you up. I got some good shit. I
0: might, I might hit you up. Dogs or cats? Dog. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How about singing off key in the shower or dancing awkwardly in public? What would you do?
2: Singing off key in the shower. That's fine. He's an introvert. He said that. Yeah. 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 I will sing in the shower.
0: Okay. All right. I do both. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I Um, I, i
2: no, I'm, I don't dance I need thing. to see you dance Come on I no, want to see the speaker I, box wait, dance yeah, you were talking about that The speaker box yeah. dance I, Yeah,
0: that was a long time ago That was, <laughs> that was back in the day Last one uh, from me Last one for me If you could wear one color One color of the rainbow If you could wear one color For the rest of your life What would it be? And right now we're in all in uniform In DJ mm-hmm. uniform But what color would it be? If you could wear
2: one uh, color Although orange is my favorite color. I could not wear that every single day. So it's it'd probably really be blue. Yes.
0: Okay.
2: Orange is my favorite color, but I couldn't wear that every day for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Although I love it. No, nope, I'll stick to blue, like a Navy blue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: Chris, you got any questions?
1: What is your dream setup? DJ setup. Ooh. If you could just pick uh, anything, what would be your dream setup right in front of you? <sighs>
2: <Ooh. laughs> A combination of turntables and CDJs, okay. Any, uh, any specific, I think, like, oh, oh, no, CDJs, no. Um, I have friggin' 800s at home. I just, okay, I when I used to twitch stream 800s, okay, 800s, right? No, 1000 MK, the 1000s, those are still like I don't know what about them. The 1000, yeah, the old school CDJs, yeah, for yeah, some yeah. reason, they just feel so much different than like the 900s, the 2000s. Yeah, I think they do. The platter just seems more like more raw, firm and, hard yeah, and yeah. everything. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't really scratch on them, but it's just, I mean, I mean, Bad Boy Bill, you scratch on them. Yeah, so, I, I mean, you can, but it's just how they feel. Okay. But, I mean, uh, I think it's the way Kingdom used to have it. I think Kingdom. Okay. I don't know if you ever saw Kingdom. They had the two turn two turntables and then had like the two The CDJs on the, on the little yeah. stands?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And what, about, what mixer would you use?
2: i've never played on one but i think ellen heath I was oh on those are supposedly mm-hmm. have the Top best sound quality yeah. ever Top quality. i need to
0: come to your house i've never still to this day ever played on tdj's
2: really it's yeah never i heard. mean it's a bit weird to get
1: used to at first because yeah. i see the totally sound waves
0: thing. going slower than in it's serato it's just the size
1: of the waveform i think
0: Yeah, that throws me off. I'm like, is the song going to (laughs) play? Like, yeah, it's it's going like so slow. And I'm like, I need this shit in real time, you know.
1: And and I assume you use Serato. Yeah. Okay. All
0: right. right. Cool. Cool. Man, Eric, it was a pleasure chatting with you you. today. Shout out to my brother. You know what? Real quick. I do want to share this story publicly of how I met Eric. Mm -hmm. And it was totally a total opposite of what was told to me. So there is this DJ. There was this DJ in San Antonio. Um, and you know what? I'm not even going to say his name. <laughs> there was a DJ in San Antonio. I was in the process of moving here to Austin. And I had been asking around, hey, are there any DJs I could come check out in Austin um, to get a feel of the scene, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And one of them, he told me, he said, here's the name of this guy. And it was Eric Stiles. He's like, he DJs. Uh, what was it? Was it Oil Cans Did yeah. I mention you? Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, go check him out. I was like, OK, cool. Thanks. I never really met this DJ. This guy was just like he was pawned off to me from another DJ. And he, gave, he gave me his name and he said, don't embarrass me. And I was like, I've never met this DJ ever in my in my life. He goes, don't embarrass me. And I was like, excuse me? He goes, don't fucking embarrass me. So now there's a fucking in there, and I was like, oh, okay, gosh. hold on. And I was like, <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. What do you What are you referring to? He said, Well, you know what it is, or you know what it's like. You know, I don't want to refer you if you're gonna make if you're gonna embarrass me or you're gonna make a fool out of myself. I was like, yeah. first of all, I don't know you. I appreciate that, but I don't know you. And whatever it is that you're going through, you need to take that up with Jesus. With Jesus, like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that meant. But I sat on it because he it, that shit bothered me, right? Yeah. But then I sat on it and then I looked him up and I was like, okay, he seems friendly, right? Mm-hmm. So then I messaged him on Messenger and I said, hey, you know, my name's Carla. I go by DJ Kick I'm brand new to Austin. Mm-hmm. I've been like here for like a month, or maybe a couple months. Yeah. And I reached out to him I was like, I just wanted to see if maybe I can come and check out one of your nights. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, it's a gay club. You know, are you cool with that? I'm like, hey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm, I'm going to play over here at Old Kansas. This is the time that we start. All right, Bet. So I go, I, I pull up, and he tells me, he's like, I said, Hey, I'm here. He's like, Oh, okay, I'm over here off on the side. That's all he said. Mm. When you go to Oil Can Harry's, he is like in a um, in a kind of looks like a janitor's like closet. It's like, like this. Yeah. So you will miss it because the door is closed. Uh-huh. So I walked right past it and I was like, he's on the side where? <laughs> And meanwhile, he's in this booth, but right. the door's closed. He yeah. can. You can't tell there's a DJ in yeah, there unless yeah, yeah. you're obviously a regular. So I'm walking back and forth. And I'm like, dude, I don't see you. He's like, I'm on the side. And I was like, okay. And so as I'm walking <laughs> back, the Queens start their Walk the Runaway segment. So what that means is Eric plays like a RuPaul-like yeah. type of song where people go and strut their stuff yeah mm-hmm. and i'm walking i'm like oh like <laughs> i am not trying to be part of this and this one dude behind me he goes girl you gonna walk and i was like
1: that's the conversation I." <laughs> and i was like
0: no and he goes well bitch get out the way i was like okay dude and i'm walking on the side of the just like the wall and i'm like total like mission impossible like because i'm trying not to get caught into the yeah, show yeah 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 and i was like And then finally, like, I see him, and I'm like, oh, God, let me in. And I was like, dude, I didn't know that was going on. He's like, you okay? I was like, I almost got called into the show. He's like, well, do you want to perform? I'm like, hell no. Anyway, I'm Carla, DJ King. He's like, oh, man. And he was so nice, so nice. And ever since we've just connected, and you're so professional. You teach me a lot without teaching me. Like, he is so organized with the stuff i'm like okay well i need to be better about my cable <laughs> management whatever and uh i hear your scratches and all that stuff man and, and it's always so much fun djing with you because you and i just have this thing where we can just run off of each other yeah. i'll keep the energy here and you're like really perfect at sending everybody to the bar and then everybody's there and etc so yeah. our our vibe is just perfect so
2: yeah it's always fun with you i enjoy it yes. yeah I'm like,
0: cool. but yeah, fuck that other DJ. <laughs> I said it.
2: I don't even know who it was either. Oh, I'll tell I mean, you off I mean, the mic. No, I meant like in terms of like, damn, I, I don't even think I knew them. Oh, personally. he was so rude. I he just was so rude I just to me. knew them from I think it was Facebook. Yeah. That's fuck all. Fuck that I knew other DJ. From. Fuck all y'all rude DJs. <laughs> exactly. Anyway,
0: all right, so we go. We about to head out here, but we got to do some plugs, man. What you got coming up? Anybody you want to shout out? Anything that you're doing?
2: Uh, actually, just I mean, my usual, my usual Friday, Saturday, Sundays, and uh, where are Tuesdays, you at? Uh, Tuesdays and Fridays at Rain on Fourth. Saturday and Sunday at Oil ken Harry's. Sundays is Lat Night, so hopefully Kick It will come come drop a set. Hey in. man, it's, we about to put it on the schedule right now. That's right. And um just give a shout out to everyone that supports me. Um, all my uh my Twitch loyalists. Uh, give a shout out to Taco, Esme, me There you go. Um, my homies, my cuz I come, we're <laughs> Um, two of them in LA, one in Houston. Nice. Uh, I think you know some of them. They should be in in your stream.
0: Probably, yeah. Probably so, just by like the username.
2: I, I think you met Taco and Esme one night mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. Malavida. So yeah, and they yeah, came yeah, to visit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. I still
0: need to meet uh Gracie D. I yeah. Still need to meet I,
2: her. I I, I want to have her down for Poppy C and a weekend. Yeah. She'd be amazing. Hell yeah. Um, and then the to You out and trap. I should go to LA. Let's go. We should go visit her. We should. Okay. Let's oh let's chat God. on let's offline. Flip. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's do it. Um uh give a shout out to everyone all again that supports me uh all the ownership all the management that's ever taken a chance on me shout out dj protege i love hey, you
1: see that's the og right, right there Right there.
2: Mm-hmm. um i didn't tell you like my first like one of the scariest things he did in ever was like i told you like i used to go and watch him one thursday it was like midnight he was like hey why don't you get on 30 minutes uh, and yeah. i was like what he's like yeah go let's see and i was like the hell <laughs> what the hell? and it's a pack that like my eyes are just like he's like yeah go for it just have fun but yeah that's I hate like, that, shit. that yeah, was, a wide, that was like, a wide awakening that was a wide awakening and yeah. ever since then i think he you know he he got trust in me and everything so good. shout out to him shout out to uh, all the other djs i saw you had diggy dutch yeah. my homie oh yeah, my god yeah. yeah we
0: had him on the last episode yeah y'all go check out that episode too man
2: yeah it's a good episode i was uh i was watching it i think it was yesterday so it's pretty yeah. good yeah. shout out to everybody i love everyone Everyone,
1: I love you.
0: Cool. Chris, what you got going on?
1: I'm taking the weekend off. Are you? I am. Okay. Yeah. I'm not doing shit. <laughs> I got a lot of <laughs> shit to do here actually. So yeah, it's I'm just I'm just gonna work at home this weekend. Cool. What about you?
0: Uh I have some uh some galas that are coming up. For some reason it's like gala season or something. Mm, yeah. So yeah, some some of these uh organizations here in, in Austin, they're doing like their award ceremony shows etc so i have some of that coming up um and yeah we'll see what august brings hopefully hopefully it's a little bit cooler i don't know about y'all but man i've been seeing some cancellations because of the weather i've been seeing people just not coming out because of the weather and so hopefully august will be maybe at least five degrees cooler i don't know just
2: five degrees please. at least
0: something five <laughs> degrees means something man so yeah man y'all check this out man make sure y'all follow this podcast share it with your peoples we are looking for sponsors so if you know of any organizations if you've got a business hit us up at scratch theory of texas on instagram you can hit me up i'm at dj Kicky 17 chris where, the, where can they find you
1: dirty chris atx on instagram eric it's at DJ Eric Styles with a Q and with a Z. There you go. All
0: right, man. Y'all stay, t- y'all stay tuned for the next episode. Show this with your mama, with your family, with everybody, with the dog. And we out. Bye. <laughs> Eric,
3: Eric, Eric, Eric. <laughs>